factors that are stable and predictable. You need an environment that is stable and predictable. A stable environment where everything has a place and a purpose is an environment where habits can easily form. Hey everyone, Andrew here, and welcome to episode 16. Let me check that again. Click episode. Yes, episode 16 of Beyond the Bike Podcast. Hope everyone's having an awesome uh, week. And uh, here we are back at it tonight, Sunday. I've got a little vino and um, have a few things I wanted to share in this podcast. Uh, switched up the introduction this week uh, from the audiobook. And um, again, just to get things rolling. So uh, in this episode, uh, we are going to, uh, I'm going to share a few ideas around a change that happened this week by mistake that uh, actually turned out to be a cool thing. And then um, I'm going to look at a second topic uh, where I'm going to talk about achieving uh, as many I don't feel like it moments uh, in the week as I can. That'll be a challenge this week. I have a little motivational video that I came across um, that speaks to the morning and the importance of a solid start out of the gate um hopefully you guys aren't uh, you know sick of hearing me talk about the mornings but again i i can't say it enough it's it's been a game changer so i want to keep um you know sharing that message finding things that connect with it that speak to it and uh, hopefully over time, more and more of you will start to think about, you know, looking at the morning and making it the most important part of your day that sets the tone for the rest of the day. So I got that. And then for the, the book this week, we're looking at chapter six. And so in chapter six, it's motivation is overrated, environment often matters more and so uh, I'll share a few ideas around that all I'm gonna do is play two quotes from the audiobook share a few ideas and we are out uh, for this week so I'm gonna try to make this podcast a little shorter this week um, and uh, hopefully you enjoy it so diving in first uh, topic that I wanted to talk about was uh, the whole uh, comment thing this week that happened. So uh, I hope you guys don't mind uh, taking little sips of the wine. Um, yeah, so the whole comment thing, I don't know if uh, some of you guys noticed, but um, the, the comments are back on for your best day. And um, I have to say it actually happened by mistake. And so I was, you know, in the mornings, it's, it's go time. And, um, you know, for me, it's about, um, and I've talked about the importance of the posts. And so I prepare them beforehand. And this week I posted one and um, then I noticed like five minutes later that people had commented on it. And then I went, oh no, I, f I forgot to disable the comments. And so again, like I don't want to get into the rationale of that. I've talked about it already in another podcast. Um, but at, the, at that moment I was like, ah, oh, you know, what do I do? 
And so what I said to myself is I just went, okay, you know what? I'm just going to roll with it. Let, let it be. And today will be uh, a post with comments. Now, so, you know, people commented and it's funny because, you know, at the end of the day, um, you know, I kind of realized how much I missed it. You know, like uh, it's 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 nice to see uh, that, you know, when people not only like the posts, uh, you know, if you choose to like it, but when people leave comments, it, you know, it's just that extra energy that you get from people who interact with uh, your stuff. And so, you know, at the end of the day, I just kind of did a generic uh, thank you and um, you know, the next day, um, I was posting again. It was either the next day or the day after. And, um, you know, I said to myself, Andrew, you can't, like, you can't disable the, po- uh, the comments now because it's going to look goofy, you know. So I just kind of said, you know what, I'm just going to let it be. You know, I'm just going to let it be. And again, um, you know, just quickly, I guess I could just share for maybe people who haven't listened to the earlier episodes. Like, the whole Your Best Day um, idea is really just around you guys seeing my stuff and it being a catalyst, you know, something that ignites you to, um, to go. And so, you know, early in this evolution, people were commenting, and I just found that it was a lot about, you know, just me replying and replying and replying. And it started to feel like I wasn't achieving my goal. And so what I've decided is just a little compromise is I'm going to, from time to time, respond. Um, You know, I won't be able to respond during the day, uh, gang, like when I'm at school. Uh, That's something that I've cut out um, this year. I'm just, you know, when I'm at school, it's go time and I got to focus on uh, the school and, and stuff like that. So if you are commenting, and you don't see me replying to your stuff I know it goes maybe against the insta rules but I just can't do it at the end of the day I coach my daughter's hockey team I'm one of the coaches so again um, you know there's days where I'll respond like this weekend I was able to interact more and then during the week it might be a generic message or maybe I won't at all maybe I'll just hit those little heart buttons But what's important to me is that you guys all know that every time I see you like my stuff or if you interact, it really makes my day. And so um, hopefully that makes sense. So there you go. The comments, they're going to remain on. And, um, you know, again, feel free to interact if it uh, motivates you to to do your thing too. So there you go. Comments. Uh, Topic two. Achieving, I don't feel like it wins. Achieving, I don't feel like it moments. Trying to get as many as you can during um, during the week. And so, again, when we look at um, you know the way our mind is designed and the way it works is typically when we are afraid of stuff and we're either we're afraid of things or we don't want to do things, our mind will trick us into finding excuses not to do it. And so what I found is if you can actually start to tackle, like become super aware of 
when you don't feel like doing something, that's when you do it. And so what we're going to do is it's a perfect segue now into um, that video that I found on YouTube that speaks to the morning routine. One of the hardest things to do, one of the hardest things to do is to wake up in the morning early when you don't have to, when now we are heading into the Canadian winter months, it's dark outside when you wake up, you're comfy in bed and you just don't feel like it. But it's actually that first moment that becomes the catalyst, the most important moment of your day. A moment that sets in motion so many other awesome things. And so along those lines, what we're going to do is I'm just going to uh, pause and now let's listen to um, that clip. Struggling, struggling, struggling. We still had all the same problems. I we still had a lead on the house, still facing bankruptcy, still fighting like crazy. I was still unemployed. The next morning, the alarm goes off, and um, I pretended NASA was there. It's the stupidest story. I literally went five, four, three, two, one. I counted out loud, and then I stood up. And I, I'll never forget standing there, and for the first time in three months, I had beaten my habit of hitting the snooze button. I couldn't believe it, and I thought, wait a minute, counting backwards? That is the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my entire life. Well, the next morning I used it again, and it worked. The next morning I used it again, and it worked. The next morning I used it again, and it worked. And then I started to notice something really interesting. There were moments all day long, all day long, just like that five-second moment in bed, where I knew knowledge, what I should do. And if I didn't move within five seconds, my brain would step in and talk me out of it. Every human being has a five-second window. It might even be shorter for you. You have about a five-second window in which you can move from idea to action before your brain kicks into full gear and sabotages any change in behavior. Because remember, your brain is wired to stop you from doing things that are uncomfortable or uncertain or scary. It's your job to learn how to move from those ideas that could change everything into acting on them. In the small so there you go. It's incredible. Like, you know, it, it blows my mind again when I do things and I do them without even knowing why I'm doing it. And I like to say, like, it's like the Christopher Columbus, you know, setting out into the open waters, you know, into the open waters. There's, there's no sight of land. I have no clue where this is going to take me. But what I do know is I'm doing the work. I'm committed to being the best that I can be. And I'm serving others. When I use that formula, it usually takes me to an unexpected, awesome, awesome place. And when I came across this video this weekend, it, it all made sense. 
because again for me like the morning routine and getting up and spinning and you know starting with just trying to survive the wake up to now having five or six different stacked habits on top of the morning spin to looking at how I used to be in all aspects of my life. Don't get me wrong, you know, I've had a lot of success in my life. I'm blessed. But this past year has been probably the best year of my life. And it all started with this idea, with an idea of getting up in the morning and winning the morning. Getting that victory out of the gate doing what I never thought I could do, which is getting up, grinding it out, and doing something difficult. And then taking that fuel, the fuel from the ride, and then it carrying me through the rest of my day at work, it taking uh, you know, me through being the best that I can be at home, being the best that I can be when I'm helping out coaching teams, when I'm interacting with friends, when I'm interacting with parents, it's awesome. So that's my challenge for you this week. It's one of my challenges in listening to this podcast, if you're listening, is give it a go. Just give this a chance. And if in your head you're thinking, oh, there's no way, I'm, I was that person. And then I've heard, oh yeah, I'm just, um, I'm not at my best uh, first thing in the morning. Who cares? Who cares if you're not at your best? Do we always have to be at our best? You know, at the end of the day, when I finish the spin in the morning, whether I hit, 550 on a 30 minute spin or 225 who cares I got up I got up at 5 a.m. I went through my pre-spin routine I'm happy life is good filled with positivity six o'clock I get on that bike boom I have some pillow pals that join me every morning you know, high fives all the way, and then boom, I'm off the rest of the day. You cannot start your day better than that. So again, uh, coming back to uh, what I talked about earlier, achieve as many I don't feel like it moments as you can this week. That's the challenge. And I would love to hear if any of you we're successful in starting the morning routine. You can do it. You just have to make the choice to do it. And then what I can't wait is in five or six months from now, when you reach out to me and you go, hey, Andrew, I did it, man. And it had the same impact for me as it had for you. So there you go. That's my challenge around topic number two. Let's bounce into uh, the last segment uh, for this week is I got two audio clips from the book. I'm going to play them. I'm going to provide a bit of a, you know, feedback and we're wrapping this sucker up. So without any further ado, let's listen in 
to that first clip. By sprinkling triggers throughout your surroundings, you increase the odds that you'll think about your habit throughout the day. Make sure the best choice is the most obvious one. Making a better decision is easy and natural when the cues for good habits are right in front of you. Environment design is powerful, not only because it influences how we engage with the world, but also because we rarely do it. Most people live in a world others have created for them. But you can alter the spaces where you live and work to increase your exposure to positive cues and reduce your exposure to negative ones. Environment design allows you to take back control and become the architect of your life. Be the designer of your world and not merely the consumer of it. All right. I, I love that uh, quote because, again, you know, when we think of our habits, we're not always thinking along the lines of the cues. Like when I go through my day, you know, what are all the things that I see? that create a reaction within me that cause a certain behavior behavior to occur. And um, when I thought about this, I thought about this week, what I'm going to do is I'm going to become super hypersensitive about my environment. And what I want to do is I want to kind of just do like an audit of each environment that I go in and what are the different cues that come across me that cause certain behaviors to occur and then I want to kind of like categorize them into these are good things oh these aren't as positive and so that's kind of like the challenge that I have for you guys I'll give you an example my nails they're going strong. They're getting nice. <laughs> Nana Hammer called me out. She said, hey, stop biting your nails, Drew. Bad for your teeth. Drew ain't biting his nails. Do you see what I mean? I became super aware of the cue that led to the behavior of me biting my nails. And don't, I'm not biting my nails anymore. So now what I want to do is I kind of want to take that and I want to now use it for all kinds of other, you know, environments. So at work, you know, what are the things that I do at work? What are the different uh, habits that I have at work? And what are the cues that are causing it? Is there anything that I could do to my environment to create um, better habits. I'll give you an example. It kind of ties in a bit. So, and maybe I'll take a picture of it and, and post it somewhere um, for you guys to see for the podcast listeners. My office is, um, it's very serenity now. Okay. So again, uh, the school that I work at is a school that has students who have all kinds of different, uh, learning needs. Um, you know, there's also certain behaviors that we deal with and stuff like that. It's the best school in the universe, to be honest with you. The most rewarding school I've ever worked at. The, my bucket is filled every day in helping these kids. And so one of the things that I wanted to do is I wanted to create my office as a, um, a sanctuary, a place that when you walk in, immediately there's a calming effect and so like there's these big bright lights 
So my those lights stay off. And what I did is I purchased lamps. And people joke with me all the time about it because when they walk by, it's serenity now. Often I have like this little music playing. And so the whole idea is when students come in, if they're heightened, I want the environment to immediately have an impact on them to have a calming effect. And I cannot tell you how awesome it is. So that's one example. So again, it's the challenge I have for you guys. This week, let's keep it simple. You know, keep it simple and do an audit of maybe even just one environment. Think about the things that you do every day, those learned behaviors, those automated behaviors, and think about redesigning the space, the environment with, you know, better cues that could lead you in, um, you know, more positive behavior. And in some cases, maybe removing specific things. So let's all become architects this week. All right. So that's idea number one from quote one. Let's now listen to quote two. The context is the cue. The cues that trigger a habit can start out very specific, but over time, your habits become associated not with a single trigger, but with the entire context surrounding the behavior. For example, many people drink more in social situations than they would ever drink alone. The trigger is rarely a single cue, but rather the whole situation, watching your friends order drinks, hearing the music at the bar, seeing the beers on tap. We mentally assign our habits to the locations in which they occur, the home, the office, the gym, each location develops a connection to certain habits and routines. You establish a particular relationship with the objects on your desk or the items on your kitchen counter or the things in your bedroom. Our behavior is not defined by the objects in our environment, but by our relationship to them. In fact, this is a useful way to think about the influence of environment on your behavior. Stop thinking about your environment as filled with objects. Start thinking about it as filled with relationships. Wow, I thought that was really cool. So when I was listening to that part of the book, I had a, a bit of an aha moment. You know, we, again, these behaviors, these habits that we have, they're all automated, you know? And so we walk through the house and we, you know, we walk through the kitchen and we see specific things, you know? And like, for example, we have a cupboard where all the cookies are and all the goodies are. Well, I have a relationship <laughs> with that cupboard, you know what I mean? Because I love cookies. <laughs> Goodness gracious, sorry about that. All that to say, again, you know, when you really break it down, we have so much power in our minds to reshape the way we think, reshape the way we act, reshape the cues and again i think for me this week one of the big things is looking more at you know the environment that i'm in the different objects that i come across or things that i come across throughout the week and what are my relationships with those things you know, do they cause positivity in my life? Do they bring happiness to my life? Or do they bring sadness to my life? You know, are they there to comfort me? 
So again, I thought that was really cool. Maybe uh, again, this podcast is filled with challenges, but another challenge I have for you guys this week is to look at your environment and think about what's the relationship I have with the different spaces in my life and the different objects that occupy those spaces. And again, going back to that other quote, can I start to become aware to be an architect in redesigning spaces if they need to be redesigned. Cool, there you go. So that's it for this week. It's all environment. It's all the power, the impact that environment can have on our life. So let's become aware. You know, let's dive in, let's lean in, and this week become super aware of, you know, the, the spaces that we occupy, the places we go, the people we interact with, and let's start to, um, you know, think about being architects in, in, architects in redesigning um, parts of our life, again, with the theme of starting super simple. And we wrap up for this week. Um, just scrolling on my phone here on Instagram and I've just come across the um, one Peloton thought for the week and so why don't we finish with this this week Peloton top four four things for us to think about I won't be afraid to be a game changer so again, be a game changer in someone's life. Be a game changer in and around the people that matter the most to us in our life. Two, slay it. Show up. Get it done. No excuses. Remember, we're going to try to accumulate as many I don't feel like it moments. This week, we slay it. Number two. Three, I'm going to dust myself off. I'm going to dust myself off. You know what? I'm not going to be hard on myself when I don't feel like it. I'm not going to be hard on myself when I'm in the midst of the ride. And maybe I'm not where I feel I want to be. I'm going to dust myself off if I'm, you know, not able to be the best that I can be. And I'm going to make sure that I'm able to turn it around quick to be at my best. And then four, my favorite, sing along during class. It ain't that serious, boo. Don't ever forget to enjoy life, enjoy the journey, and again, let's be grateful. Guys, we all have Peloton bikes in our house. So you know what, without being said, remember, Never stop learning because life never stops teaching. And you know what you need to do this week? Go get it.